That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Hey guys, welcome to another fantastic episode of <laughs> your favorite podcast in your queue, Anchor Moms. Ew. Katie, welcome back, Katie. You went out of town. I did. So and, I just and came you back. Were still in one piece, barely. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm still. We're still recovering at my house. I okay. told you. Um, what happened? So I just when you envision traveling with your child, what do you think is like the worst thing that could possibly happen? You lose your child. Okay. Okay. That would be bad. Okay. Um, I'm thinking other like than in, like you know dramatic. Then um, other than like catastrophic. Something yeah. really bad on the airplane. Okay. Because you're just right. like in tight oh. spaces. Like I've yeah. had kids like blow out diapers on right. the airplane, which was really bad. Okay. No, I would say screaming. like I would say like complete full out meltdown. Cannot stop them from crying and screaming and flailing around. Like that would be my like worst case scenario. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What happened? That all happened. Oh, all of it? Uh, all of it. You didn't lose your child. So though. here's the story in a nutshell. Um, my husband, Brian, was traveling to San Diego for work. My sister lives in San Diego. We were going to leave River with our nanny, um, go to San Diego for really just a long weekend, and then come back and just sort of resume our lives. Well, our nanny, the day before we were going to leave, had an emergency situation called she could not watch River, and we decided to take River to San Diego with us, Mm. which would have been fine. But, of course, we did not anticipate taking her with us originally. So, of course, the flights we booked, the travel arrangements. We're not not the right times, probably. Exactly. We're not toddler friendly. And now she is not yet two, so at least she was free. That's right. Right. This was her last flight, likely, while she can sit on our lap. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, fast forward. She did great on the way to San Diego. She did great while we were out there visiting my sister. It was a lovely trip. On the way back, our flight was at, I don't know, let's call it noon. Um, And we were supposed to get into Charlotte Mm -hmm. uh, at 6 o'clock. And then we were going from Charlotte to the small Asheville airport here. But, of course, by the time we landed... Um, in in Charlotte, it was six o'clock at night. River goes to bed at six thirty. She did not nap at all on the plane. Sweet. We we ate breakfast. She had a couple of snacks on the plane, but we didn't really eat lunch. Um, so we we were okay on that first leg of the trip. But we got off the plane in Charlotte, and guys, it was like thunder claps above and like yes, yeah, like the biggest meltdown I have ever I have ever seen River have. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about like. Crying, fussing, arched back, didn't want me to hold her, didn't want to walk, laying down on the ground in the airport. People were, I mean, one guy came up and was like, uh, good luck. I don't even know what to say. So we had to get to this next gate. And I got to tell you, like, of course, when you're in, when I'm in San Diego, I'm a relatively anonymous person, right? Right, sure. When I'm in Charlotte, of course, I get a little bit closer. Charlotte's about two hours from Asheville. A lot of people travel through there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, you start to worry you're going to, like, see someone you know as your child's Mm -hmm. having a meltdown. I'm at the Asheville gate, and I'm like, there's, you know, quite a a possibility that I – people are going to recognize me from their Mm -hmm. local news. So it just makes it more embarrassing, you're saying, because Mm -hmm. people might know who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So – 
you know, River is having a meltdown. We finally get her to calm down. Brian and I are arguing back and forth. Um, I was I was crying. Brian's screaming. Oh, gosh. It was just, it literally, it was, like, w- very traumatic. So finally, we get on the plane to go to Asheville. River is, like, calm. And we decide that, like, gosh, we should really, like, give her a little bit of milk. I had a string cheese. Mm-hmm. Right as the plane was about to take off, she threw up everywhere. <gasps> Cheese and milk. She had eggs for breakfast. All over me, all over Brian, all over herself. Um, I didn't have a change of clothes, which was a total mom fail. Um, I didn't have a change of clothes for her, but we had a jacket, so we changed her out of her shirt. We had to clean up all the throw up with wipes. Oh my gosh. It was just really rough. It was just really rough. At least it was a short flight. Yeah, um, right? It's like, what, an, by the time we got, an hour? Yeah, oh, gosh. It's like 20 minutes from Charlotte yeah, to Asheville yeah. on the flight. I mean, by the time we got home, it was like, Whew. we will never travel. I mean, we like will you're never done. travel again. Yeah, that's how we I feel never, like at the end of every trip, yeah. I feel yeah. like. We will never leave. And you try to, like, look at the silver lining of, like, the great moments of that trip, but unfortunately, they're overshadowed by the drama. Yeah. So, like, here's the good thing. This is This is what I'm, this is the silver lining is, like, all the worst things I have ever imagined on a flight just it just happened. You've done it. So, so yeah, now it can't be so any worse. It ever cannot again. be any worse. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Katie. Wow. Yeah, it was um it was a treat, guys. It was a real treat. It was a real treat. Thanks well, for sharing that. And the descriptive descriptive like uh vomit. The cheese. Yep. The, the cheese and what, the milk and exactly? the egg. I, can, like, I, can, like, I was smell like, why right are now. you telling us that can, she ate can, breakfast? Like I get that. Yeah. She ate breakfast. Now I know why. Yeah. yeah. Now I get it. I can I can yep, we're all there. It was bad. It was bad. From the news desk. Other big fears uh, that people have this um, right now, right now, yeah. uh, for not only moms uh, and dads, but pretty much everyone in the world. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah. So I won't. I, the other thing is, is of course when we're deciding to take our toddler across huh. the country, we worried about. I mean, yeah. we worried about coronavirus, right? right? It's been in the news a lot lately. Um, uh, some folks are tr- canceling trips because mm-hmm. of it. Um, we're traveling to California where uh, there were a couple of cases. Thankfully, not in the San Diego area at the time that, that we were there. But um, so that brings us to our next uh, news article here, our first news article of the day. It's from the New York Times, and it's um, what parents need to know about coronavirus. Um, and basically, the gist of this article, if you're con- you know if you're concerned as a parent, um, it talks about um, according to some experts, they're saying that people who are at most at risk for the coronavirus are 49 to 56, and that actually. Um, it appears that when kids do get the coronavirus, they have much milder symptoms. So if you're sitting at home worried about your child getting coronavirus, there there is that. Those cases are rare, yeah. Exactly. Or, um, you know, it's it doesn't seem to be uh, as significant for kids when they get it. Guys, the, I, I, you're kind of scared, huh? I am. Well, yeah. I'll be honest, so because I'm traveling through airports and people are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, is like I'm a huge news consumer, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel, I mean, I don't, maybe that's not a shock since I work in, in TV news. But, you know, I'm always on social media. We watch the nightly news every night um, after we eat dinner. And I, in fact, last night I said to Brian, like, I need, I can't watch this anymore because it just makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. It makes me nervous. You know, Brian, my husband works in healthcare. My sister works in healthcare. Like, I can't help but think about that. Um, well, and so, it's really hard to navigate all of this as yes. well because, you know, you read the headlines, but sometimes you don't read, you know, the details the of these yeah. articles. And a lot of times um, people, I feel like, overreact 
mm-hmm. in situations like this. Um, and, you know, we don't need to go into all of the details. But, you know, for example, people are are running to drugstores, obviously, and buying hand sanitizer and face masks. Well, now face masks are are off shelves and you have right. to now there's like a surge on online if you want to buy these they're like right. 600% markup and stuff like that um, and then the next thing you read is you shouldn't wear a face mask because it's not doing anything to help right. you so it's like what are you supposed to do as a parent and that's what this article is talking about yeah and I think this article has some good points in it we'll, we'll post it in our show notes because I think I think there's just that like fear right anytime there's something like this people freak out there's panic because this is a big deal. A lot of people are getting sick. But I do think, and to answer your question, Ingrid, I think as a parent, we just have to kind of stay middle of the road and not get too panicky, but yet also be, you know, conscious of the fact that, I mean, I'm making my kids wash their hands a lot more just because I'm like, we we can't be too, too careful, you know? Well, it says, you know, if you're a parent, what should you do? Basically the same thing that you're doing. Right, right. Just the, <laughs> Which isn't very comforting just don't in let one your guard hand. Down. Yeah. yeah, like it's flu season right. and your kid may more likely catch the flu than coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, so just just do what you're doing and, and stay vigilant. So are you nervous, Ingrid, about it? No, not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I should be, but I'm not. Like we're traveling soon, mm-hmm. you know, um, domestically, but still you're, you'll be getting on a plane. And I'm just not that worried about it. I don't know. Maybe I should be. I'm kind of like, if it happens, it happens. I, right. What am I going to do? Like, well, you're certainly right that there's really, I mean, what Yeah, what, what do you do? Like, live in a bubble do? and, like, like, don't let your kids yeah, leave the house? I, I mean, like, sitting around worrying about do. it is not going to help. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, too, I feel like every so often there's something. I mean, maybe this one's worse than others, but, you know, isn't there always something? Like, the flu is really bad this year. There's this type of thing out, you know? I mean, maybe it's because I think I'm desensitized because, again, I mean, I, you know, we sit in that studio and it's literally every mm-hmm. five minutes for the last, I don't know how many weeks, it's, Another a, coronavirus it's a coronavirus story. story. Yeah. So I kind of have gotten to the point where I, like, tune it out because I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is awful and people are dying, which is – I'm not trying to make light of that. But I'm just saying, like, it's – there There was the first case diagnosed in North Carolina recently, yesterday. yesterday mm-hmm. And um, that's one person. Yeah. In the entire state. Right. You know what I mean? Like, put this into perspective here. Right. Like, the odds of you getting it are, mm-hmm. are at least now – fairly low. I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I mean, that's a fact, right? Am I not right? Yeah, I don't know. And I I do think it's like an evolving situation. So like what you worried about yesterday might be different than what you're worried about next week, this Mm -hmm. weekend. It's like one of those things that you're right, you become inundated with the information, Mm -hmm. but also like it's probably not a bad idea to be aware. Be aware. Exactly. I other so, than being vigilant, I just I, – I don't know what else there is to so do. So do you guys remember a long time ago when the swine flu was a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that was like a big yeah. deal. Um, so I got it. What? Oh, yes. Yes. And I got it, right, like at this similar stage of the pandemic mm. that we are now where it was like just spreading and people were really worried about it. And my doctor said I got it probably from like interviewing somebody, like the oh, germs gosh. spreading on the microphone. Mm. Yeah. So I will never forget I got it, and I called my boss at the time, 
and said, oh my gosh, I'm going to be out for like, I mean, I'd be quarantined. Really? I've never, I've never been so sick as that. That was oh, the sickest I've ever been really? in my whole life. Um, and I had to be quarantined. My roommate had, I wasn't married. My roommate had to move out. I was dating my now husband. And I remember he would like come and like open the door a crack and like put in a can of soup and be like, <gasps> sorry, bye. And like oh wouldn't even gosh. come in. Yeah, yeah. It was really bad. But um, anyway, I'll never forget my boss called me and said, this is like a big deal in the news right now. Could we come interview you? Uh, because it was like a thing. You did know? you allow like, it? No. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, in my pajamas, I'm like at the worst of the worst of the worst. No, you can't yeah, come yeah, interview. Yeah. But it was like when it was such a thing right. and it was like rare for somebody to have it. And so we were wanting to like talk to anybody. Right. Well, okay. He's proved me wrong, I guess. I know. Anyway, like, let's so, hope the same doesn't hold true for the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah so. bring on the coronavirus. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but... I, you know, I lived through it, and yeah. it's, you know, I, I just feel like these things happen, and hopefully it'll pass quickly. Is that why you have that weird tick? <laughs> from the swine flu. Yeah, from the swine flu. Um, do I have <laughs> I don't do even I, know. I'm thinking to myself, do is I have that why she's always clearing her throat during anger, Mom? <laughs> like, what is it? What are these residual effects here? I do, effects, is it the, is I it do the clear swine my throat flu? a lot. Maybe it's like the swine flu. I, I should look it up. I'll Google it later. Like phlegm, yeah. Mom's the word. So I had a request via social media from somebody. Um, they were interested in what type of makeup we wear oh. as anchor moms. Yeah, as anchor moms. Really? Yeah, they're interested. Yeah, they're interested because you know we're on TV oh. and they're just interested in. Should we let like, Karen take this one? Yeah, I think I think she <laughs> meant. I, I think maybe she meant your makeup. I was gonna say, but okay, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that use and lotion like look. <laughs> what? <laughs> Exactly. The, like, the bare-faced, like, lotion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so my makeup... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you really do use right. juicer and lotion. What? No, remember that day that I, you had to, like, you gave me, like, a makeup tutorial? You didn't listen. No, but it was great. She asked me. I asked Ingrid one time because, I, do you contour? <laughs> Is that a thing? Are you contouring? No, I don't contour. So I do I have like a I use lotion, kits, as we've all already yeah, covered. I tried to yeah. describe what contouring was. Ingrid gave yeah. me a really good makeup tutorial about contouring, and I was like, mm, this is all well and good, but like, oh, there's no <laughs> way I'm like, going to uh-huh, do this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, real- and I soon realized this isn't sinking in. Let's just No, stop. well, yeah. Anyway, so t- to your point, you are really good at makeup and wow. have really great makeup. So Bad, now but... continue with your mom's Well, I just found some good new eye makeup. I won't go through everything, but um, somebody gifted me this mascara. It's from Benefit and it's called Bad Gal. Have you heard of this I mascara? Have. I have. Um, it's kind of awesome. It's weird. Like when you put it on, it almost like creates like little tiny fake eyelashes on the end wow. almost. Like if you, I mean, I put on like 15 layers uh-huh. and it just keeps like getting a little bit longer and a little bit Ooh. longer. It really does. 15 layers? And it's not that expensive. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks or something. It's like a lot of layers. Uh, yep. I spent a lot of time putting okay. on. No. Okay. Um, and then I got this new eyeliner at MAC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $22. It's liquid eyeliner. It's brush stroke. It's a 24-hour liner. They have it in black and brown. And I'm very fair-skinned, and I'm wearing the black. But it's the easiest liquid liner to put on. So tell me about on. this. Yeah. So, so it's not a brush. It's, like, so legit it's not, liquid. Correct. But so, it's, like, a little tiny paintbrush, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I so. Yeah, so um, you don't have to, like, dip it in anything, right. and it doesn't okay. get messy at all. Yeah. And it's just so you can do little tiny, like, brush strokes mm-hmm. and then connect them and then make, like, you know, pull it off the end of your eye. And it's just, like, it takes, like, 
I don't know, 10 seconds to do both of my eyes. It takes like no time at I'm all. Ordering it's really, this today. really, yeah. it's really, really good. Um, so I got that at Mac recently, and I love it. Yeah. And then it stays on, um, and it stays on all day. Did someone gift you um, some some good lipstick? <laughs> what? That's true. What? Oh yeah. What? Katie got some lipstick, and she didn't like it, so she gave it to <sighs> to yours truly. And now it's, you've been getting compliments. And actually, I've gotten a lot of compliments from a makeup artist, nonetheless. Hello. Yeah, it's Mac. It's also Mac, and it's I think the color is Frost. I'll, I'll post it which, somewhere. I mean, which sounds ugly. Like I understand. Why didn't you like it? Because it? Like, it, like, well, it it's like, kind of like it has like an orange undertone, exactly. which like Katie and I, if you've seen us, are completely different skin yeah. tones. Oh, yeah, and, like I can wear like lots you, of yeah. orange colors. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, like my, I'm already like orange enough. <laughs> like I just don't need any more orange. But uh, thanks for the tips. So, like, welcome. Anchor Moms is sponsored by Wilderness at the Smokies. Plan your spring break getaway today. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And other news. So moving on to our next news article, which is, is the news too scary for kids? Um, which I thought was a good question to raise, um, especially for us since we're in news. Um, you know, I, before we get to the article, I... And Ingrid, you may have dealt with this as well too. But there, there was one time, semi recently, that um, Gregory said, "Hey, do you guys want to watch Mommy on TV?" Oh. And so of course they're like, "Sure," you know, they don't get it. Um, so they, he turns on the TV, and I don't know what it was—some really bad story oh, about like a fire. I think people died. Mm. Anyway, he very quickly turned it off. But they talked about Mommy on TV and that fire, oh. and like asked about it for weeks. Oh. Weeks. It, it left a major it impression. It really left a major impression. Mm. And then I got to thinking, like, you know, they're three and four. We don't we don't have the news on during the day. Like we don't have the TV on. You know, sure. normally, and I think they just have never been, you know, what have they seen on TV? Cartoons, you yeah. know, really, like, that's all. Um, anyway, so I thought this was good because it talks about, this article talks about um, a, a lot of tips and advice on when you should let your kids start watching the news and kind of how to explain it. Uh, so, and first of all, one of the first things it says is wait until your child is seven. Yeah. Which, I, you know, and also I just like for somebody to tell me what to do. Okay, great. Now I know seven. Sure. Like, I'll just keep that. They don't need to yeah. watch the news until they're mm-hmm. seven. But then beyond that, it had some really good um, ideas on how to provide context, how to talk to them about the news um, as they get older, once they hit that seven-year uh, mark. Um, one of the things it said was resist the urge to over-explain. You might confuse them or make them feel more threatened. Um And another thing that I highlighted, we should show our kids that the news isn't just entertaining and attention-grabbing, but a resource for making us better team players in our neighborhood and our world, especially when we can really digest what is going on and think of solutions. Can you look at my paper? I literally underline that (gasps) exact exact same same sentence. I think that's good. And especially because we work in the news, you know, these attention-grabbing headlines, Mm -hmm. we can, like, recognize them in a second. It's like, okay, that's not actually what that means. And I think that's important when you're teaching children how to consume news, again, is how you're you're, um, presenting it to them. Right. right? Right. It's it's just, you know, sit down with them slowly, help them digest this information, talk about Mm -hmm. it. Don't Mm -hmm. just show them on your phone, like, look. A new Barney movie's out. Blah 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 blah. You mm-hmm. know, sit mm-hmm. down and, and talk to him more in depth. I about like this. the suggestion about looking at kid-friendly news outlets. Yeah. Obviously, River yeah. is not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the idea. It talks about you can order, you know, 
publications, like kid, kid-friendly kid publications for your kids. Mm-hmm. I always like the story. Brian's parents started uh, ordering him Sports Illustrated when he was in elementary school, and now he you know, still gets Sports Illustrated, but he talks oh, wow. about how it was like a big thing for him. He mm-hmm. like loved getting the mail. He loved mm-hmm. reading the articles. I think it's funny. His mom hid the, um, like, what's the like bathing suit Sports Illustrated yeah. from oh. him? What is it? What, now it's like, it's like escaping uh, me, but you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like a Swim, famous, swimsuit. the swimsuit edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, he never got that one, but he still reads Sports Illustrated and it was like a big formative thing for him. Yeah. Like he remembers it and enjoyed it and it really it taught him a lot about reading and consuming, mm-hmm. you know, news-ish stuff, you know, right, sports right. news. Um, so Yeah, I didn't even really, to be honest, realize that there were kid-friendly news outlets. But um, this, this article talks about uh, a list of those arranged by age level, which is great because I think then you can, like, get them um, introduced to it at the appropriate age level and the appropriate way. Um, you know what is uh, most amazing about this article is this doctor recommends podcasts for kids. <laughs> Yeah, there are apparently podcast like kid podcasts out there. So I guess like maybe when you're driving and stuff, you could turn those on. Wait, I have or... an idea. As soon as our kids are old enough, let's have them do a kids, a kids podcast. <gasps> That'd be cute. They could be like call it. Anchor, anchor anchor kids. kids. Anchor kids done. All right, stay tuned, friends. It's coming. Have to copyright Sounds that. Amazing. Yep. yep. On to other news. Okay, moving on to our last article of the day. This is from scarymommy.com. Again, we link all of our articles in our show notes. Um, So if you have a second, go ahead and click on that while we're going through this. This is a funny, and this is like an attention-grabbing headline like we were just talking talking about. But this is it. Your kid is acting like a jerk, and it's your fault. Mm. So the author says, I hate to be the one that tells you this, but your kid is kind of a brat. Yes, yours. She's whiny and always seems to get whatever Hmm. she wants. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. And the author goes on to say, you are making mistakes as a parent, Mm -hmm. and now your kids are brats. So here are some tips um, to to make your kid uh, more likable, less of a brat. And a better person. And a better person. So I think we're all guilty of probably all of these sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not all the time. We probably are better – you know, at other times, um, we negotiate. That's number one here. So this is something that we've talked about before in this podcast. So if you behave in the aisles of a toy store, then I'll let you have a toy, right? Mm. But then they act up again. You're like, okay, well, if you now if you behave, then I'll let you have a toy. They do it again. They do it again. So there's never a line, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you need to make sure you're creating that line um, and letting them know that the negotiation game is just over. Um, they talk about cleaning your room. You shouldn't clean up after them. You shouldn't literally carry their backpack and all of their junk all of the time. It creates a sense of entitlement. Um, this is, of course, the, the fun one. We ask them what they want for dinner. She says, I do not remember ever being asked what I wanted for, for dinner. Do you? Do you remember your mom ever saying, hey, guys, do you want to go out for dinner or maybe stay in? It was just a special occasion if they went out. I remember being served only four meal variations, mm-hmm. chicken, meatloaf, spaghetti, and this really disgusting pork chops and red rice creation oh, that I loathed. Lord. I'm glad I didn't grow up in her house. I would have been like. So she, you know, guess what? What did she do? She ate what was served. End of story. And yep. that's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be giving them options. And it, it goes on and on with different t- sorts of tips on this article. you have any favorites, guys? I don't know. I thought this article, I'm going to be honest with you. I read some of this and I was like, are these a little like harsh? Is this a little too black and white? Like this just isn't, this just oh, isn't Oh, do you know what's funny? Light. I felt the exact opposite. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I, honestly, I, I read this article and I was like, oh gosh, I think I'm too strict. 
Because I... Why? Because you do all of these to a T and well, no, what? No, I oh. wouldn't say that, but like... I'm, I do ask them what they want for dinner, so I'm guilty of that one. But, no, I think I'm so overly conscious of trying not to raise brats that sometimes I feel like I'm a little too hard on my kids. Hmm. Yeah. Let I'm, them be I'm, bratty, Karen. Let them be bratty. Well, like, let sometimes I'm, like, you know, really hard on them, and then I'm like, well, they are Well, give us toddlers. an example. Like, give us an example of how you're hard on them. And, um, we'll, and we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll be the judge. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty strict with them, and if they don't listen one time or do something bad, like I'm gonna lay down the law. And I sent Henry to bed at, I think five thirty, the oh, other night. Nice. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He wasn't. At, he but was here's my up. thing. Um, my son wouldn't go to bed at five thirty if I sent him to bed. So well, he goes to bed. I mean, he cried and he threw a big fit, but we put him in his bed and left him in there, and eventually he calmed down and went to sleep. What time does he usually mm. go to bed? 7.30. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't get to have a show. He didn't get to read books. He didn't get to eat dinner. Mm. Like, I just don't want to call my kid a brat. Like, I, I just know. feel like it's very <clears throat> derogatory, and sometimes, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. You know, I just was having this conversation with my sister yesterday. Um, we were talking about how, you know, my mom was a single mom, worked two jobs, and I sometimes felt very unimportant mm-hmm. in the scheme of things. And it wasn't – I'm sure she was working two jobs because we were important. But I sometimes felt like – we talked about how my mom was, like, always late. We talked about how we would be, like, dropped off on the activity bus and have to, you know, walk a mile to our house because, like, mom just wasn't there. We talked about how, you know, just that, See, like, I she wasn't like – that She wasn't always – she just wasn't <laughs> always able to give us, like, her full attention. Mm-hmm. And I, like, remember that. Like, Did it hurt you? you yeah, think? like a little bit. I mean, of course, like my mom's not here to like defend herself. And she, I mean, again, all of the things that, that she she was doing was because like she didn't have a choice. She didn't right, have right, a choice. Right. And she, mm-hmm. you know, she was doing it because we were important. Like, hey, I, you mm-hmm. like need to go to college. We need to pay for school uniforms. Like, so I'm doing this. But I sometimes reflect back and maybe it was just my upbringing because, you know, I did come from a, a divorced family. But I sometimes felt like I felt like all these, uh, like everybody else parents were always at the game yeah like like just you know showering them with like affection and importance Mm -hmm. and I kind of felt like I don't I don't remember like I remember getting to college and like realizing that like other people's parents were like picking them coming to parents weekend and picking them up on Mm -hmm. Friday nights and like calling them and asking them about their day and their subjects and I remember my mom was just like just always just a little bit too busy to be like fully present Mm -hmm. and I feel like some of these things in this article are saying like you know, it's okay to be busy, right? Yeah, and it is, I think, to a certain extent. But I also think, like, I think it's okay sometimes if you want to carry your kid's backpack, if you want to ask their opinion on what they want for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, you like know, happy yeah. medium kind of thing. Yeah. I 100% agree because yeah. you're right. Like, that is that it is a big thing when yeah. you go to college because you realize you're like, whoa, yeah. people do things you differently. You were raised yeah. so much yeah. different than me. Like, my like parents' weekend, my parents didn't even know what parents' weekend was, they didn't know it existed. Right. Like, my parents weren't coming. Like, I'd hang out with like yeah. my roommate parents like but it I but I didn't ever I didn't like feel growing up like how you felt you know what I mean like so every parent is different we're all going to be parenting differently and it's just adds to the stress of like being the perfect parent right we talk about all the time I I never want River to feel like she is not important yeah it just makes me like want to (laughs) cry like I never want her to feel like I'm putting work or my, like, wants and needs, like, totally above hers. 
but I don't think she will. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it just, like, really struck a chord with me. And I just feel like sometimes, like, do we have, like, I don't want to call my kid a brat. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. and I you feel just like love them. sometimes she is, like, legitimately, like, tired and hungry, like, on mm-hmm. that flight. And mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, like, I'm, not, you know, am I making an excuse for her? Like, but I feel like sometimes those excuses are, like, kind of valid because they are just kids. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know why I'm, like, taking this article so hard. No. I well, I, I think it's you, a loaded, yeah. again, like, yeah. the, the pressure of, mm-hmm. like, doing everything right. And you're you're saying, okay, I am 30-something years old and I'm thinking about these things that happened to me 20 years my, ago. Yeah. And now to have that pressure right now in front of me from, you know, from here on out – like I don't want to scar my child. I don't want to overindulge my child. Like right, right. How, You're right. It's so hard it's to like so hit, hit the middle. Happy, hit the middle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I like I said, I feel like I'm too harsh on them sometimes, and it really, it really hits me when, you know, my kids often pick Gregory. To like, because you're like the story disciplines them, or yeah, because I'm the one who disciplines them, and I feel that stress, and then I feel like I, I really want to make a conscious effort to raise children who respect adults and who are disciplined and well behaved and aren't brats, but then I feel like I'm too hard on them, and then when they get to pick, you know, who who do you you know who should read a story tonight? They always pick dad, and I'm like, great, now I'm like the. Like, I'm afraid they're going to think of me like like you're thinking about it. Like, oh, mom was, like, too hard on us. She didn't have time. Like, she, you know, same yeah. things. Like, she, because I do, I do feel like, and sometimes I feel like I am a little bit selfish of, like, gosh, I don't want, I don't, when they get older, I don't want my whole Saturday to be, like, their sports games. No, me neither. Like, you know, those no. things that you're just, like, I don't want, I don't want them to control my life. Right. Because I don't think that's the right answer. But I also don't want them to think that I'm choosing other things over them. But I do think that kids crave, um, uh, like, consistency, mm-hmm. that they, I, th- I think they feel safe in a world in which there are boundaries. So I think yes, that definitely. you are creating a world in which they they have those things. And I do think it's a total fallacy that, like, you worry about – I mean, I, I feel like I've read this, that kids go through phases and they choose one parent over the other, mm-hmm. and it's crushing. But at the end of the day, it's – it's I mean, it's, it's not right. – it's ridiculous. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like a phase yeah. or it's not an accurate portrayal of how they actually feel about you. Yeah. I feel like I like what you said about, like, I don't really want – to think about my kid as a brat, like, I'm guilty of that. Like, I feel like I definitely am like, well, they're just being little brats. And I just kind of, like, write it off as, like, well, that's just, like, that's what's happening right now. Like, tomorrow's another day. Yeah. Which, like, maybe that's not the right way to parent either. Well, I mean, a lot e- it's a lot easier to say when you're sitting here, uh, like, hosting a podcast. And it mm-hmm. is, like, in the thick of the moment when your kid is having just a horrible day. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, you know... We're all good parents, you know? Like, as long as you're thinking about these things and aware of these things, I think that's part of it, right? Even yeah. being aware, like, I'm kind of like, wow, like, hearing you talk about your mom in relation to this article, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's well, – I hadn't thought I, about it from that yeah, perspective. I certainly do so not want to paint her. I just feel no, like no, I need no. to have a disclaimer. Like, I do not want right, to – right, she right. was, like, a wonderful mother. But there are just things that I look back on yeah. and I think, yeah, like, I didn't always – Feel the love, if you know what right. I'm saying. And we all do that with yeah. our parents. Right, right, right. Totally. Both moms and dads. Yeah. Like, we pick, hopefully, the best from our parents right. to integrate into our parenting. Right, right. <sighs> oh, guys. Um, Gosh, does I somebody mean, have a good win of the week after that? Win of the week. 
Well, I think it's me. Do you have a win? <laughs> Do you have a win? Please. Please. All I'm thinking about are the bad parenting Save decisions us. I've made. Oh. Save us. Um, okay, I have a win. Okay. okay. Um, so, and this is kind of a little bit going off that article, sort of, but not really. Um, so we had, um, well, this does not start as the win. This starts as a complete Fail. failure. Okay. okay. But we had the horrendous stomach bug come through our family yeah. recently, um, which was no good. Um, so I'll spare you all of those details because we already heard about Rivers mm. throw up. More throw up? Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, the, the win that came out of it was, it ended, it ended up that, Two days um, of this work week, uh, I went to work for the first half of the day and then came home so my husband could go to work for the second half of the day. So you know how it is. You're like, I've got so much work to get done. This is like, you know, to stay home with a sick kid sometimes can just not be what was you thought how your week was going to go, right? You're like up at night, cleaning up throw up, you know, whatever. Anyway, it turned out to be a win because both of us got alone time with our oldest daughter and it was so amazing. Mm, nice. Yeah. And we awesome. kind of realized, like, gosh, we should really, you know, it's hard with three kids um, to give them any kind of special time. But, you know, one of the days we played board games, just her and I. What? Shoots and Ladders in Candyland. And we had a blast. And I took a nap with her both days, like snuggled up in bed with her. Yeah. You know, when they're sick and they just want you and yeah. they want to snuggle in and I got a little nap, too, which was nice. Um, and then, like, when she was feeling better, we, we got to run errands. I took her to go vote with me. Like, just those things. And it was just really, really great time together that we would have never had had this horrendous stomach bug you know, hit our family. But, Silver lining. Um, anyway, yeah. So it was just, And Gregory said the same thing. Like, wow, I, like, you know, who'd have thought, like, three hours with my daughter in the morning would have been, like, the best thing that's happened in a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just such great Well, time and also, her. like, for her, that oh, yeah. was so mm-hmm special to just be with mm-hmm. mom all day mm-hmm. you know that never happens for her so. yeah well it was funny because the first day she was so energized and I was like oh is she better already and then she crashed in the afternoon and like had a fever and was like couldn't leave the Aww. house but I think that she got so excited that she had one-on-one time with mom and dad both yeah. you know that she Aww. was like so into it yeah. that she kind of spent all her energy but anyway it ended up being a win because it was really special time that we got to share with her so next time nice. your kid is sick just try to remember shoots that and ladders yeah. shoots yeah, and ladders Bring out the shoots and ladders, and everything will be okay. <laughs> All right, that was a good episode, guys. It was a little, little emotional. We like cried, we laughed. We you talked never about know what's gonna, what's gonna come never at know. you. Never the gamut, know. the gamut. Wash, wash your hands. You know, my husband who works in the medical fields. Best piece of advice: don't touch your face. Oh, that's so never hard for me. Touch your face. Wash your hands a lot and don't touch your face. He, I will say, he almost never gets sick, and he says that's why, because he never touches his face. All right. Oh. So PSA. there you go. Okay. PSA from Gregory. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, get on Instagram, guys, and follow us and like our stuff and comment our stuff and follow our stuff and forward your stuff. Oh, okay. And, and all that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Right now. Yeah, right now. Do it. Okay. Bye. Have a great Bye. week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.